hey, buddy, this is Andrew. Oh, uh, hey, I'm not your buddy, friend. This is Ryan. I'm not your friend, buddy. This is Chris. I'm not your buddy, guy. This is Jack. And hey, welcome back to the only podcast that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Did you just come from a Canadian? <laughs> so we have some Canadians. Chipotle. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right, can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? No. Okay, I'm finished. Anyway, so uh, as kids or adults nowadays. Adults. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many times you been hurt? Oh, so many. You know, Romantically, no, well, yeah. that's we had two no, episodes. We've, on that we've done that show already. <laughs> Good, because I'm no, not ready. This, to is, this is purely anymore. physical. Yes. So let's uh, let's start out with uh, actual physical scars that we can see right now. Mm. Andrew, why don't you start that's off? That's the most significant one the, out of all of us. Yeah, yeah. the most significant visible scar, as per yeah. your pixelated counterpart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have quite the scar. You on your see face. on your Xbox avatar. Listen, yeah. I don't have that kind of scar. <laughs> Well, it all started one magical... No, it didn't. I owed some money to the <laughs> land shark. Candygram. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I was uh, a dumb teenager, and I did backyard wrestling. No. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm guessing there's at least another one of you among us. <laughs> I didn't do any backyard wrestling. No. Jack was the... Jack <laughs> I did was living room wrestling. Bedroom <laughs> <laughs> wrestling Remember? with my... Only Jack, on was, PlayStation Jack was a rich two. one. He paid other people to do it for him. Yeah. That's true. I yeah. own part of WCW. Yeah. yeah. Folded. yeah. I could buy and sell other kids in the neighborhood. I'll make them wrestle each other for my amusement. <laughs> Hit a little gladiatorial ring. <laughs> well, geez, would bring me a cold Pepsi. <laughs> anyway. The prize uh, is a piece of cheese. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Anyway. Yeah, I used to do backyard wrestling. We used to do all the crazy shit you guys have watched on YouTube or whatever. Breaking the news. The, the, yeah, the news. <laughs> backyard wrestling death at six. <laughs> <laughs> Broken necks in childhood arena. Um, Why your children shouldn't play outside this summer? <laughs> There's always yeah. some dopey news story like that. Of course, you know your kids l- will suffer from brain drain <laughs> over the course of summer vacation. How to avoid this? Tune in at eleven. So you got to wait drain. five more hours. Yeah, exactly. That was an actual ad for no, the news I, I saw that. earlier. Yeah, brain no, drain. It's like earlier today. It's like four hours ago. They're, so they're doing it again. No, brain, it's like it's like it's to keep, brain, to keep you hemorrhaging oh, hey, for seven hours, yeah. wondering what your brain drain is a real thing. Like yeah. I know my brain turned to fucking mush over summer vacation, <laughs> more than just physical like injury, absolute too. mush. But um, so I, did, I was, we were having a match, myself, my cousin, and our friend. And my friend doesn't understand the physics of wind resistance. Being that this was a backyard wrestling match, of course there was weaponry, you know, trash cans and. Yeah, there's no trash can one. lids. There's trash can lids, like there's folding no chairs. Yeah, folding <laughs> lawn chairs, chairs, lawn chairs, lawn mowers. Classics in the backyard. Yeah, exactly. Slip and slides. <laughs> Slip and yeah. slides. So he decides to twigs. Pick, yeah, he decides to pick up a forty mile an hour sign. You know, a little speed limit sign. The speed limit sign. Yeah. Yeah, now, one of those just laying around you in your had, backyard. Why did you have that? I, that's what I, why not? I don't understand. <laughs> my, my uncle worked on cars. It was just one of those, you know, tchotchkes yeah, but, he had. Yeah, but those are on the road, not on cars. Yeah. <laughs> well, they could be embedded in cars, depending on what you got to bring home. That's true. So, so he extracted it from yeah. never believe my <laughs> the windshield of a Ferrari. <laughs> exactly. It still doesn't answer my the question. The bitch cheated on me. <laughs> Tell her she's not going 40 miles an hour in my Ferrari. Anyway. Um, so he picks up a you know, speed limit sign. Now, calls my character's name out. I turn to him. What was your character's name? AWOL. Uh, so you had like yeah. the stage names for this? Yeah. So yeah. you shouldn't have shown up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See? What, what were you even doing there? <laughs> um, I turn to him and he throws it at me. Now, he has it flat against his chest, the sign, so that I can see the 40 on it 
as if I'm reading it going down so the this street. Is just the sign without the post. Without on the it? post, just okay. the sign, just the sign. He has it facing me. It says 40 miles. I can read it clearly, and he pushes it off his chest forward. This is why I say he doesn't understand the physics of wind resistance because a flat object such as this will turn will midair turn and the sharp edge and you. wallop you. Oh, yeah. oh. Now, the three of you obviously see my face, and uh, you can see the scar that goes between my eyebrow yes. and ends on my cheek. Yes. You're lucky that, it was only that. Exactly. Mm. It was either me or the seven-year-olds behind me watching us, because this was at a family event, and we were actually performing this to, I guess, in, entertain not only the drunk adults, but the seven-year-olds who thought <laughs> wrestling was the best thing ever. And nobody was like, hey, put that speed limit sign down yeah, your yeah. chair. Nope. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> nope. Yeah. nope. I got clobbered right Obviously, in between the eyes, and it, obviously, it's a 40-mile-an-hour sign, so it went far enough that it hit my cheek. <laughs> what was too. the speed limit? What was yeah. the speed limit? Yeah. <laughs> How fast was it going? <laughs> it felt like 40 <laughs> miles an hour. 70 in a 40 zone. Oh, I saw that the cops didn't pull it over before it hit your face. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It, it clobbered me. Um, I fell flat on my back. Um, but I got back up. Did you win the match? Yes, I did. Uh, you yes, better I have. Did. I was yeah. going to say, by default. I, I won the match. I'm the only champion that was ever there in the... Did little... the kid get in trouble? Did you have an uncle who was like, look what you did, you little jerk? I had, <laughs> I had an aunt who was screaming at him, who was nice. a nurse, because I should have gotten stitches. Because every time I... Uh, you didn't raised, get stitches for that? Every time I raised my eyebrows, the thing opened up further. Wow. Yeah, I, I should have... Time to do the rocks <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's, a, that's a really no bad place. people's eyebrow for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it is a horrible place. And that was what yeah. I was thinking. So we butterfly bandaged it up, and my wife, who was in nursing school at the time... Um, kept telling me, "Don't fall asleep. We don't want you have a. Con- we, you may have a concussion. We don't want you putting going into a coma." I'm like, uh, "Don't fall asleep for how long? <laughs> this was when? How old were you? How old was I? I thought you were like 11. I knew you. No, no, I knew you when this happened. I remember you this did. happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh, after well, after high school. Did, after high school, it was after high school. What? Yeah. yeah, this is after high school. I was probably You're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> See, I always thought that the. the I think it was sign... like 15 years ago. No, no, no. it was like, no. yeah, we were fucking backyard wrestling. No, no, Who no, no. Back, backyard I wrestles at 20 that, years uh, old? Yeah, this guy right here. I always thought that he the, that the sign was on a post and he swung it at you. No, like, like a baseball no, he bat. Threw yeah. it at me. If you wanted to yeah. kiss him, would have yeah. called your mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, big boy. I'm gonna wail on you. No, he threw it at me and it got me. Obviously, right between the eyes. Yeah. Um. Uh, he was completely apologetic after that. Like, of course, he didn't obviously plan that. Oh uh, no! You know, no way. He's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> so my point got across. He got his comeuppance. He did. Get uh, <laughs> from messing with my face. Yeah. So no, we butterfly. We butterfly bandaged it up, and obviously, it's not as noticeable as it once was. Ryan can attest to that. It was. Oh yeah. Really noticeable. It used to look horrible. Yeah. yeah. It's. I mean, for the first week, it was. I looked like I had a tumor on my fucking head because of the bruise that I got. Damn. You know? That should have been another photo collection. Oh, it was straight up like, um, like yeah. Andrew WK, like, you know, always... Bl- yeah, like yes. smash yeah. a brick Except on his it face. Except it's just yeah. a little further up. Uh-huh. <laughs> the blood was yeah. coming out from a different angle. Awesome. So, yeah, that that's my big And there was story. not even any, like, you should see the other guy because nothing like that happened to anyone else. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So... Who's next? Who wants to? Who's All right, I'll go next. I okay. have a, I have a couple of uh, scars on my face that I remember the stories too vividly. Like they were just yesterday. This was from when I was a kid. 
uh, the scar that's underneath my left eye. Those divots are actually scars. I yeah, thought that was a, just like that's a scar. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> divots with like a golfing. Yeah, yeah, you see that little divot? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, got golf gnomes. he's got gnomes yeah. on his H6. face. This is where I didn't fix the patch of grass. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, this one happened. I was in Wildwood with my family. I was six years old, and um, I was in one of those uh, like ball crawl kind of rides on the boardwalk where they had you know the nets and the like the ball pit and the like tube slides and things like that, and you would have to go through this. It's a play place, like, like ob- McDonald's. Yeah, like this kind of obstacle course type deal. And um, I went down the tube slide in this attraction into the ball pit, and in all my finite wisdom, decided to try to crawl back up the slide. And <laughs> I hit, and yeah, crawled right into another kid's shoe. Well, no, I hit my face on the side of the. Um, on the on the edge of the slide, like, like they the had, opening, like the opening of it, they yeah. had part of it was covered in padding, and then part of it was not. So basically, the edge of this hard plastic slide hit my face and cut it wide open. Like I was bleeding all yeah. over the ball pit. Yeah, and um, they had to. They <laughs> had to you were cut, that kid who th- they shut down the attraction for. They had to. God had damn to, it! Yeah, they had to cut. The Everybody net hates open. that kid. Oh, I know. Yeah, I was that kid. <laughs> You're that the kid. kid yeah. Died in the ball pit. We had yeah. to leave. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Ruined all my fun. Yeah, and everyone else's. Yeah. That's what Jeeves said. Every, everyone waiting yeah. in line. But yeah, they had to find some guy with like a, a switchblade. They had to cut the netting open to get me out. I was bleeding all over the place. Holy shit! And I was wow. I was wearing a white jacket and I. Yeah. All no, you were you were wearing yeah. a red jacket. Yeah. yeah, crimson jacket. And I remember um, having to go to the hospital uh, that very night. And um, that little mark, though, really, it looked, yeah. from here it looks like just a little. Like, well, well, this is like over twenty this years ago. This is a twenty-year-old scar. Yeah, so it's it used to be a lot worse. But um, exactly. <laughs> um, Do they dig divots though? <laughs> divots as well. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Yeah, divots are trending right now. Oh, okay. Oh, they, yeah. I got you. Good to know. <laughs> hashtag divot. Yeah. But um, I had to go to the hospital that night, and I remember um, Ooh, yeah. Macho Man. the biggest needle possible going into my eye, and oh, it was the most shit. terrifying thing. I mean, <laughs> oh, I'm small God. now. You imagine how small I was when I was six. <laughs> And here's a needle the size yeah. of me. Yeah, going Jack's standing on his so, chair right it's now. Like a yeah. horror movie. Thing. Like yeah. horror. That's like that's like some uh, you know eight uh, fuck Clockwork Orange shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember I was laying on my back on a table and I saw this big white light above me and then I saw the needle coming down toward my <laughs> eye. And I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> you passed and, um, out from fear. Yeah. And I remember saying that night that um, that the dried blood on my white jacket looked like chocolate milk because it turned brown immediately. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it does. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, yeah, that's that chocolate milk, son. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah. I remember that's that airborne to- uh, antigen right that's now. That's the inside exactly. of you. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was the most blood I had ever seen up close in my young life, <laughs> and uh, probably ever since. Actually, like on a person, it, well, I was good. covered like head to toe in blood. It, it was awful. Holy crap! And uh, it's uh, something yeah. you can't see it right now. So the other story, I have a scar that's right here on my chin, under your uh, like soul right, patch, right under yeah, right under <laughs> where my soul patch would be. Um, so when I lived in Lakewood, my dad had started building a shed in the backyard and basically we, me and my friends would play around it and it was half finished. So there was half of a wall, like at, I guess like waist level and he hadn't built the top part of the wall yet that would go up to where the ceiling was supposed to be. So I remember, um, I tripped somehow inside of this shed and fell on the top of the wood, like that half of the wall right on my chin and Oof. it sent my bottom teeth right through my chin oh. and split it wide Mick open. Foley style. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, like my chin, like the teeth just went right through my chin and cut it wide open. 
And uh, your bottom teeth went through your chin. My bottom teeth. Yeah, went you were, through, you were, you were like the bottom. Of were my you young head. enough that you like you were losing your teeth? Um, this was this was definitely, after this he fucking lost yeah. them all. Yeah, <laughs> this was definitely after the, the Wildwood incident. So I was I was in grammar school at some point. Definitely. No, but I mean, this like is, you know, like you were like you were losing your teeth. You're going. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I was I was in elementary school, probably uh, first or second grade, something like that. So this is probably not long after the Wildwood incident, actually. Yeah, so I had to be seven, eight years old. Something like that. And uh, I remember I had to go right to the dentist, so they had to make yeah. sure that my teeth Oof. didn't fall out. Yeah. And uh, my gums were torn apart. It was, but they were. It was awful. Yeah. That's incredible. That's what most horrible injuries happen when we're kids. I don't know if they're yeah. actually... Um, I remember as a kid, I would fall like all the time and scrape my leg on the concrete or something. And it was oh, just, plenty of times I did. That oh, it would just yeah. be the worst feeling in the world. That. Mm. that motherfucker, Ed the Heron. <laughs> oh, I remember him. Yeah, you remember He's him. He's badass. He, I got yeah. I, I, minor injuries, you know, scrapes, bruises, shit like that. Right. But um, the first one is you know, he always used to try and get me to skateboard. I I couldn't. I never. You know, we talked about this in the other po- uh, one of the other podcasts about like you thought I was always a skater in some you know other dimension. I don't because I don't have the balance for it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Huh? I don't. You couldn't have skated in those in those parachute pants you were wearing. <laughs> no, this was younger than that. You, you would have caught this, air. This, this is pre parachute pants. <laughs> yeah, days. This, this this was Ninja I'm, Turtle I'm pants. I'm talking about when I met him though. It <laughs> yeah. was. Uh... But anyway, he always just and I always scrape my knees and shit like that. But one day it was me, him, and Larmy, and I was riding like. On his skateboard, but like on my knee and like pushing myself with my other leg on his skateboard. And he I'm, kicked you into a tree. <laughs> no, no, I fell, I fell off. Totally I, that, I yeah. fell off, skid my knee, whatever. That was nothing to me. He came over with a fucking poison ivy leaf and rubbed it on my cut. What the <laughs> fuck? Because he was playing Tarzan. Just because he could. Yeah. <laughs> he was Holy playing, shit. Because he was playing Tarzan. And Ed fixed Drew. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Ivy is. oh my god! <laughs> that's wow. a that's a pretty terrible, that's yeah, awesome horrible. story. Awesome, yeah. yeah. The yeah. only other the only other one like it's not a physical scar. I mean, well, that's why your sciences are fucked up. They just shut down. Yeah, oh, I at that age, you, yeah. abort, <laughs> abort. <laughs> that's, that's a good segue. system overload. That's a good segue because I was going to talk about that next. Um, I mean, it may not be an outside physical scar like the one on my face, but I only have one and three quarter lung capacity. Yeah, I was going to ask you about really? that. Like, isn't part of your, one of your lungs just destroyed? Yeah, somehow? I mean, I don't know if it's like one of my, like literally like one of my lungs or just I was 25 a- and I was backyard wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I smashed yeah. Like a tree branch. No. <laughs> Punctured no. my lung. <laughs> I took a monster truck tire in my chest and <laughs> destroyed part of my lung. No, no. <laughs> I was, uh, <laughs> I was trying to save another seven-year-old. Shut up. <laughs> no, I don't know if, it, like I said, I don't know if it's actually like one of my lungs is 25% gone or okay. or it's just in general, mm-hmm. but I've, I had pneumonia three times. Really? Oh, yeah. Shit. Oh, yeah. Shit. I, when? Like how old? Uh, this was elementary school. Ooh, I, I missed man. a lot of school. Mm-hmm. They wanted to keep me back because I missed so much, but my grades were so good, like even sending like the work home right. that I got to pass. Huh. Um, it was kind of like a breathalyzer test almost that they gave me, but it was to judge lung capacity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you probably had it at the allergist too. Um, oh, I never went to an allergist. But oh, no, no. I had bronchitis like three years straight in elementary school, That's so right. I'm sure I was connected oh, yeah. to some such device. But because I had that, essentially my lungs filled up with mucus. And I lost the capacity in my lungs. That's, yeah. So is That's, it still sitting there? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's not like Oof. progressive right now. Maybe they didn't get that giant fucking needle they shoved in Ryan. <laughs> yeah. 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 They, they can't like suck it out somehow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sure they can go in there. Hey, I got like benefits a... now. Maybe I can go look yeah. to yeah. a specialist. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or we just get John Travolta. Get the shot. Get the shot. <laughs> <laughs> Have him jam it in your chest. 
<laughs> or they could send it's a little uh, black book. Yeah. Yeah. A black fucking medical <laughs> book to give to nurses. Yeah. Or they can send uh, Dennis Quaid in there and little uh, yeah. <laughs> little microscopic <laughs> ship like an inner space. Inner space. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. The nuke patch. Yeah. That's <laughs> Drop the nuke. I used to love that movie. <laughs> oh, I still great. do. I haven't <laughs> seen that in years, but it's so funny. Uh, it's a great movie. <laughs> that is so, great. Who are we going to segue to next? Um, I'll go. Okay. Kay. All right. Uh, the most significant scar that I have on my body is right here. On my it's going to look can't great see you to the audience. audience. Left yeah. arm. Well, I'm showing it to okay. you guys because you've never seen it before. Uh, when I was... I, his, oh. I just see arm. I see hair. <laughs> Shut <Yeah>. up. <laughs> see anything. Are those cracks or hairs? This is the most of you I've ever seen, Jack. <laughs> Bullshit. I just picked you two up at the pool. <laughs> the bathhouse. Um, We're supposed to tell anybody about that. Well, too late. Anyway. There's lots of skin and hair. Anyway. <laughs> I have a scar on my left arm where when I was 11 years old, I was on a swing set. And it was under the old... This is this is before all the plastic swing sets and stuff you see at parks the now. Metal the triangular metal triangular cemented yes. into the my ground. My shirt got yeah. caught in there. And I pulled it out. I'm like, ow, oh, what the hell was that? I ripped out a giant chunk of my skin. And I oh, could see... I see it. I, see it. Oh, I could my God. see layers. Layers of different colors. There was white. There was purple. There was blue. Cool. There was red. It was... It, it kind of bled blue under shit. you. Yeah, uh, are you a superhero? <laughs> I think so. He's an avatar. <laughs> uh, at, yeah. Yeah. I saw <laughs> multiple, co- and I was like, "What You're the a hell? Navi. It Jack, bled you never little, told me you were a Navi. <laughs> it bled a little bit, but it just hurt like hell. Well, no, you were you were uh, conscious. I didn't so. cry. I was like, "What the hell happened to me?" Well, because you were conscious, you probably tensed enough where you didn't bleed. Yeah, your body. Even as a kid, your body, yeah, probably just tensed up to the. And I remember I was looking at school the. The following Monday, and the girl who I who liked me looked at it. It's like, oh my god, oh my god, what the hell happened to you? And I was like, um, <laughs> well, baby, I, I, you know, yeah, she tell uh, you that it's not working out you. after that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Jack, I need a guy. Um, with, yeah, I need a guy with more uh, left arm capacity. <laughs> yeah. Um, another significant scar I have right here on my chin. It's actually kind of stupid. It's a chicken pox scar. Ooh, oh, that's yeah. yeah I got that but um, I got chicken pox really late. I got it. Before my, a month before my thirteenth birthday, oh, I was wow. never exposed to it or anything, and it was bad. It was yeah. They say when as you get older, you it gets worse. It, gets it worse. was yeah. horrible. Everywhere on my body, I was covered. I went into the mirror and saw my face and cry. Do you have photos? Oh, yeah. No, I wouldn't take a picture of that. I was wondering if somebody else did. <laughs> no, yeah. it was pre-internet because you're not supposed to scratch, and it's like yeah. oh, it was horrible, itchy, and they tell. You and you're in first grade. Don't scratch them. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, I'm right. not going to scratch I, them. I, I have, Everywhere. I have two of them on my foot. Yeah, on chicken your foot? Two yeah. chicken scars. Yeah. Wow. I have one on my chest. Yeah, but it was yeah. painful. It was the most horrible experience of my life. Yeah. I, that's when that's when I became like immune to Benadryl because I could I'd take it and I'd be up like by the bottle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I'd be up yeah. for hours. I wouldn't sleep. Yeah. My whole face was covered. I looked like uh, fucking powder. This <laughs> <laughs> is uh, rubbed calamine all over oh, you. It was yeah. horrible. It was horrible to move to wow. do anything. It was the most uncomfortable yeah, experience. Oh man, yeah. I had and, when I was five. I don't remember much of it, but yeah. Yeah. dude, it, it sucks. Yeah. I had it when I was probably. Ten or eleven. Oh, that's late bath, too. Bath yeah. and oatmeal. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had my oatmeal. In oatmeal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Only, it was that's the only thing you not I got it because yeah. my sister got it uh, right when she was leaving. I guess second grade. She was eight years old at the time. It's like, oh, you're pretty much going to get it now. And I was like, all right, we'll get it out of the way. Yeah, that's exactly. what they always said. You're supposed to get it early and just get it out of the way. Yeah, I was sister. in like first grade, I think, when I had it. Mm-hmm. Everyone had it in my class, yeah, so yeah, it, it you're just not went around. Yeah. I got yeah. it summer before like first grade. My sister had it, and she's three years old, so she was like eight, mm-hmm. seven or eight. And then we went to, I remember actually we went to Hershey Park after she <laughs> was cured. And then we came back, and the day we came back, I found like one somewhere on my like chest or stomach or something. And I was like, hey, mm-hmm. do I have chicken pox? 
Yep. <laughs> and I did. Yep. And Fortunately, the, it was the summertime, the old, so I didn't miss school or anything. The older you get, the more yeah. fatal it becomes. Oh, oh yeah. 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 People the, die from it if, yeah. you're, if you get it like later in life. Yeah. yeah. yeah mine were on the bottom of my feet, too. It was that painful. Ugh. Oh, oh my God. I Dude. Yeah. I had to be... It was like a medical transport from... Uh, <laughs> the bathroom? I went to my dad's... House? Yeah, to like... Because I went to my dad's house, and then I went to my mom's house, and they were like an, a mile apart from each other, but it was still like... They're shuffling you back and forth in that condition? Even back in the middle of summer, too. Yeah. It's hot as fucking. You're covered in lotion like that oh. pretty sure all the neighbors are staring at you too. like yeah like right at the end of school year i yeah. don't remember when i had mine <laughs> and still, like when every neighborhood yeah. kid is staring at you yeah. like he's a mutant yeah what even though they probably just had the same thing <laughs> yeah exactly but it, it, so. even when we were back at that age it's kind of frightening to think that diseases like that still exist like yeah like diseases that were around in the medieval times that they still have <laughs> that no one's cured yet grasp <laughs> all right of, you yeah know? completely now, how is so. it possible that you only get it once? Like your body becomes immune just to it. Immune your, to your it. Body, you just develop that strong immunity. I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Your your body. Well, we'll get Veronica in on the show later. Is or there something more to treatment it. for it now? Because I don't. I'm not exposed to. Because they make more calamine. Now. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. all I got. Really. I don't hear about kids getting chicken pox. Like, yes. like they did when we were kids. I think there yeah. is a shot. Like measles, mumps, rubella. Yeah, they kind have of thing. vaccinations for everything. Yeah, it's true. Didn't they poke you full of holes when you're a kid? Yeah, you can't right through the eye. Apparently, you could somehow get a divot in there. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking about poking holes, um, I got another. Oh, I, I got I a got prison a of, rape story. I got a lot of stories. Knock it out of the park. <laughs> no, actually, um, I have a scar. It's pretty much gone now on this finger, uh, right where the digit starts. What did you do? This what would be the, the left index that? finger to our listeners. Yes, I'm yes. sorry. Um, I was. This was when I started high school. Um, I was big into archery, Mr. Floyd's archery class. Oh, yeah. I loved archery. That was fun. Yes. I was terrible at it, but... I don't care. It was just whatever. Robin Hood men in tights. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, it, I was it, it was the 20th century, so that's why it. I was no good so, at it. Yeah. There's no necessity for which it. Which was also great because my, my <laughs> uncle, or well, my great uncle, was a hunter, and he had you know bows and arrows and shit like that. That's why he was great. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was awesome. <laughs> well. So, I... Bears I, home. Right? Yeah. Well... If he used a bow and arrow, that's pretty badass yeah. in modern times. Like straight up bow and opposed to a rifle. Bone arrow yeah. that was big, as as tall as me. Like that's was, fucking cool. You know. mm-hmm. No, so, it's not. If the bear had a bow and arrow and you were hunting each other, hunting would be a bit more deadliest like, game. Yeah, like, like, deadliest. let's not, let's yeah, not like, get into yeah. a PETA <laughs> argument here. Let's go back to my story. Oh, it has nothing to do with yeah, PETA. Fucking green PETA. asshole. Fuck them. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I borrowed one, and I got a. Tr- you a, borrowed one. I borrowed. a Bow and arrow. I, bar- I borrowed his. Well, I did borrowed he, know, these, did he these, know that you borrowed it? Yeah. These were the preliminary stages, Ryan. He hadn't worked his way up to axes and bizarre kitchen cutlery yet. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's that's another story. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we'll get there. I, no, I borrowed his bow and some arrows, and he had the tri-tip arrows. You know, the ones that you always see in like you know uh, under siege and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's exploding well, like primitive terrorists, <laughs> <laughs> American <Under siege>. terrorists. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So I set up a target out in the backyard, and I'm shooting arrows through it, and my is a tri-tip. The entire tip is a razor. So mm. I sh- you know, shot, shot a couple arrows, and I go over to the target, and I start pulling the arrows back through. Well, when oh. you have a tri-tip, you're supposed to pull the arrow the way it was flying, not backwards, because it's meant not to come out. It's meant to keep going. Right. Yeah, it went in my so hand. the other oh. way, so that yes. like, the feathers come out through the other yes, end of the... Yes, exactly. Okay. Well, I pulled it out the wrong way, and as I pulled, my hand was set up in, in the position where, you know, I'm pushing uh, against oh, a target. Yeah. 
boom, oh, fuck. right into my right into my finger. <laughs> I looked at it. I'm like, oh, look, I'm bleeding. <laughs> it was one of those things where you just like do a double take. You're like, oh, I'm bleeding. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, oh exactly. god, I'm bleeding. Like, gushing out of your hand. Yeah. yeah. Like could yeah. again. I just kind of shot myself with a fucking arrow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So yeah, I got I, that 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 scar is pretty much gone, but it's mm. yeah. It still looks like it's there a little bit. I, yeah, that little yeah. bit right there. I have one on my wrist, like right around my thumb. This it, is when he was in his emo stage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, whatever, <laughs> uh, whatever. No, I got it in, in karate. From actually. a six pack Some of razors. Kid, um, oh yeah, that's right. Jack was was in karate. Jack's yes. a fucking black yeah. belt, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I went to block somebody with um with a kick, and they just caught me the wrong way, and it just. I guess it was maybe it was like their toenail or something because in karate you Ooh, have bare feet. Yeah, bare feet. Yeah, yeah. so it like just kind of scraped my hand and left mm. a mark. Ooh. Um, but Ryan, you had that. You were talking about your scar. My cousin had a similar incident when he was about four years old, where he. Um, this is not before they made everything in plastic, but they had the metal gate with the metal latch. Okay. And it was a windy day or plastic. something. He went to go mm. shut the gate, and the wind caught and hit him right, like right in the Holy forehead. Holy shit! So he has a mark that's similar like that. To mm-hmm. you, where it's just like that little he is a divot, yeah, the yeah. little divot, <laughs> little divot. And, uh, wow, <laughs> my cousin was like an Indian female with a dot in the middle of the forehead. Pretty much, yeah, he's, got, he's got a mark like that. Nothing against Indian, I'm just saying yeah, that was insensitive. Yeah. Andy, uh, so that was yeah. talking about an injured child. We and can't not have that here. And my cousin, and not a marriage ritual. Yeah, my yeah. cousin would get injured more frequently than I would. I mean, as a kid, I would fall, scrape my leg, and. You know, that would be the worst thing that ever happened to me. But my cousin... Uh, Until chicken pox. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, apparently. My cousin had his uh, the automatic Bigfoot, the little power wheels. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. he, like, uh, something happened where he was trying to get out of it while... And he still... And it was moving still. Mm-hmm. And he fell and hit his face on the curb. Oh, my so God. He, oh, he curbed himself? Dude. So he kind of... Awful. It, he was harsh. lucky. He just scraped underneath his nose into his... his Upper like mustache, lip. and it kind of he had. I remember for two weeks he had like a band aid, and he had all this like medicine and stuff on it for like two to three weeks. It was horrible, but uh, was... yeah, when you're a kid, you do some dumb shit yeah. like that. When you're really young, that's when it really yeah. happens. Where yeah, you're I mean, if cut, you're cut up and scarred, and yeah, if I you're remember... an active child, yeah, definitely, and you're outside, that's which I wasn't. That's why I don't have any scars yeah. to speak um, of. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. I was gonna say, Chris, you haven't but talked like that the, much. All the like the pavement everybody fall off your bike and like your knees are gone. Yeah, trip and fall. Like yeah. a trip and fall, you were like partially anemic, yeah. and your parents <laughs> parents have to buy stock and like hydrogen peroxide. Yeah. So you have to pour a bottle of it on your band aids yeah. and the tissues. Brown yeah, of and, death. The, and the pus comes out. And, uh, yeah. Oh, that was great. another one. That yeah. was another injury I got when I was a kid. Um, being an idiot, I was on my <laughs> oh, gr- well, grandfather's. Um, shut up! <laughs> yeah. I'm owning it. Uh, couch playing WCW. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, uh, what was the, uh, that machine? I guess this was the Nordic track or something, where it's just you walk. A treadmill? Uh, the incline, yeah. Or the, the incline, yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Well, my cousin and I were playing on that one day where we would just sit on it and go, you know, like at the end of the floor. <laughs> well, I, he put it on the highest speed. I stood up. <laughs> oh, God. I fell on my leg. And I, it, uh, it's like an episode of Jackass. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> R.I.P. Right. I so fell backwards and I like, just scraped my leg. I didn't really, like, go with the motion. I, like, kind of caught myself. I just fell down. And it, it burned the shit it, out of you. burned the shit out of you. You got road rash. I remember I had the pus, like, Two days later, oh we're just coming out. My mom had to get the hydrogen peroxide, and it was mm. the most painful. Like, it's so painful. Never, that yeah. never hurt me. No? I, like, that never like, I saw, burned I saw the shit out of you? I saw it work, it like, but hydrogen peroxide, I was just like, why does everybody cry over this? No, well, <laughs> it's not pleasant. Initially, when you <laughs> So get, one drug you developed an immunity to. <laughs> yeah. At least the feeling. <laughs> the first one, yeah. <laughs> this is going to stink like, This doesn't do anything ah, for me at all. Ah, it feels <laughs> like acid on my thigh. It does. It feels like someone's pouring battery acid on your wound. 
But oh, apparently man. it prevents infection. But so. I think the most scars that we get now, for I can speak for myself, is when you cut yourself shaving. Oh, fuck yeah. The oh, worst. Daily. Yeah. The worst. <laughs> yeah, you shave the most out of all of us. So I you know, do. I'm the only one who yeah. shaves every day. Oh, when I was 16, my <laughs> yeah. neck was like a rawhide because I would shave every day. It still neck is. Was so bright fucking yeah. red. I was like, I can't. <laughs> that I doesn't take... stop when you're 16. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just pay more money for razors that yeah. give you better razor. The dumbest bumps. thing yeah. I did when I was fourteen, I went across with the razor on accident on my Ooh. Oh, yeah. I tried, to nick, I tried to get like one little patch. I went like uh-huh. that and went across. And like, oh, oh. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a, paper it's a wake up call at six fifteen in the morning it too. Is. Yeah, <laughs> like, Shit. do you ever accidentally have a razor catch your little... fingernail? Like Dude, accidentally catch yes. your fingernail like on the other hand when yes. yeah and it Dude, like just I work with razors. basically tears your fingernail with, off with, with this job I work with razors all the time so it's mm-hmm. like I mean like they have rules of like you have to wear protective gear and shit like mm-hmm. that but still it's like you ever have like a paper cutter or a razor under your fingernail. Under. Oh, under? my God. The oh, worst yeah. pain in the world. Yes. Oh, my God, dude. You're opening up, like, a plastic package or, like, a Oh, box, my God, yes. And it, and it, it should get to, Oh, it's horrible. Always. Yes. Having processed shipment for years in retail shops. Yeah. 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 Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. You, you cardboard cuts. On you. Oh. Yeah. Cardboard cuts. Loads of the them. The worst. Worse oh, than paper God. cuts. Yes, yeah. by paper, far. Yes. And then, of course, you always have to work with fucking lemon juice somehow, someday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're opening up bottles yeah. of lemon juice. You, yeah. you cut the Opening up, a, oh! opening up yeah. a case of lemon juice. You cut yourself in the cardboard, and then all the bottles break <laughs> yeah. on the way down. Splash up at your wound. Oh, God. The most recent scar, though, that I have is it, if you guys can see. The yeah, one what on happened forehead. to your head? All right. Yeah. This, it was a couple I was shaving days. my forehead. <laughs> I dragged, <laughs> I dragged the razor <laughs> horizontally. That's exactly what it looks sharks. Like. Yeah. <laughs> no, they no, were, they were hunting him. They were hunting, hunting us. Him. Yeah. You don't understand. They're hunting us. Yes. One came up on land. Got the him. water's their environment, yeah. Andrew. We need to stay on the sand. <laughs> Taunt them from a distance. Uh. Hey, you want to come over here? That's right. You can't. Anyway. Die. <laughs> the one that happened recently was, and it was just stupid. I w- We were on a family get-together on my aunt's boat on Sunday for Father's Day. And laugh it up, motherfucker. Jeeves. Jeeves the butler was I can't help it. Here lies Jack, the head, the tail, the whole damn thing. <laughs> Get all yes. your Jeeves jokes out of the way. Not, that's not a Jeeves yeah. joke. That's you getting eaten by a shark joke. <laughs> no. That's not a joke. That's a tragedy. <laughs> For everybody. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, Continue. Jeeves did what? <laughs> right over your foot with a limo. <laughs> Jeeves, yeah. my pinky, you shot me yeah. in my pinky toe. <laughs> yeah. Dropped a martini off on your yeah. foot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Drop the, the tray. Martini yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, that liquid's everywhere. <laughs> That's what she said. Burns like a son, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. Anyway. Um, I was on the front part of the boat. and I was, We had a boat. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on a boat. No. <laughs> Don't try and make it cool, Jack. We had a boat. You know, well, anyway. Take it out and check um, over I left the Statue my of Liberty. <laughs> I left my sunglasses on the... Um, Eat scones. And <laughs> you shut up. Yeah, right? Spencer and Bryce. You want a scar? You can talk join about us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can have that arranged. <laughs> this one time I swallowed a mic on accident. <laughs> oh, wait. That's happening Ooh. now. <laughs> I hit my teeth and it went up through my nasal cavity. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, anyway, so you left your gla- sunglasses on. I left the my front. sunglasses in the uh, front part of the boat. Uh, <laughs> a fucking shark came up on the boat and tried to <laughs> take your sunglasses. <laughs> I want to be Joe Cool. Yeah. One of his teeth just got you. That was Jaws McKenzie. Yeah. That was a warning shot. Gets on the DeFranco party boat. <laughs> Motherfuckers. 
Anyway, sorry, uh, Jack. Hey, if I'm not going to get to tell but, star stories, I'm picking on everybody no, else. No, you're going to... God I, damn it. I know a story that you can tell. It's just a, the window latch was open. And somebody said, hey, Jack, you want your sunglasses? Sure. I turned around. I didn't see the window was open. I hit my head on the metal part. Uh, and it was like, uh, oh, ow. Oh, and my sister, who's uh, sitting on the same part of the boat, was like, oh, my God, you're bleeding. You're really bleeding. What's going on? I'm like, uh, I'm, okay. Uh, <laughs> So, well, it's kinda a fit, it's so and yeah. we, I just put a Band-Aid on, and when I got back on the boat, skin up there, my, like, my yeah. infant godson looked at me like something was really wrong with me. He looked at me like... <laughs> right? <laughs> like, like Roxy looks at food. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so but I thought it looks pretty cool, though. I'm going to... Yeah, it does. Yeah. Here, stick with it, like the yeah. beard. It's like, I'm going to keep it until yeah. summer's over. Yeah. yeah. Until, you know, <laughs> my body... Peroxide, yeah. Yeah. Until, bu- yeah. Yeah. until totally. my body decides it's Yeah, you know what? I'm going to keep the cap on the near spore, and I think I'm going to keep this for a little while. Yeah. Whatever. What story can I tell, Ryan? Uh, what happened to your knee? Oh, but that's not an external scar. I mean, it doesn't, I doesn't really necessarily have, have to have left a no, scar, no, no, but like just I know something, I got some injury an injury, surgery, anything. True, that involves, no, th- you that know. that is something I can tell. First, though, yeah. I mean, the only I have just typical like leg and arm scars from like riding my bike because you know back in my day we had to play outside, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I'd ride my bike outside all summer and always be like you know when I was hopping off the corner of a curb was when the chain would disconnect on my wheels and oh, of course yeah, like, go, go over, over the, the handlebars. handlebars yeah dude I'm fucking daily yeah. <laughs> you kidding I was riding my bike to my friend's house my towel got caught in the front wheel and I went oh my god a towel what you mean your ascot yeah. yes. got caught <laughs> I was wearing my smoking jacket yeah. on the, the tricycle and <laughs> got caught and pulled me right over the fucking handlebars oh my god son yeah. of a bitch but otherwise I mean, just little accidents like that nothing really to speak of although there was this one time I remember I was in 6th grade and outside during recess or whatever the hell they called it and I was on the playground I remember I was I don't think I was on like monkey bars I was hanging from something and I didn't see who it was but someone started like pulling on my leg and basically pulled me <laughs> like by leg. the ankle yeah. <laughs> no really like by the ankle pulled me down and I like landed on my chin like split my chin open you, you can see oh uh, yeah like on the bottom there's a little Ooh, scar yeah. going across yeah yeah I like landed like chin first in the sand it was sand it wasn't like hard you know, like, like gravel, dirt, or sand whatever. burns gravel. though. When you have a fucking cut and you uh, land yeah. in sand, yeah, well, I ended up going to school nurse. I mean, it was like it might as well painful, be fucking battery acid because it, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It gets in and it's it so funny too because only one person rushed to help me. Everybody else, all I heard was a series like, I didn't do that, I didn't do that. Who's yeah. the teacher? Like, right? I know who the hell it was. What? Who's the teacher, right? Who pulled me off the, yeah, that was it. No. Not the one who pulled yeah. you off and yeah. came to your rescue. <laughs> no, a friend of mine actually did. I don't know if you saw who, who did it or who was like pulling on my ankle or whatever it was, but that was fucked up. Well, I talked but about, I talked about pneumonia. Soon, yeah, what about you? You talking about with uh, your esophagus? Oh yeah, that's another one. Yeah. Well, with my ulcer story. Yeah. yeah. You guys want me to tell that, or you want me to tell? Well, my I, to- I well, that was pneumonia. That was a pretty camp story. Well, well, either well, one. Yeah. I got two of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, go ahead. All right, yeah. well, let's let's go chronologically then. Yeah, let's, okay. let's start with my knee. All right. To make uh, a long story short, which is pretty impossible for me. While I was in training to be one. Okay. After high school, didn't happen. Well, yeah. Honestly, yeah. But we'll get to that. Nothing against the military, but I can't see you like doing that. Well, I, I I don't know what I was thinking, and I don't mean that in any disrespect to the military. I just don't think I was clear on on what I wanted. All I knew was, in the same way, kind of now, I'm always looking for a way to go further. Let's say after high school, I basically enrolled in community college, and wasn't quite sure about you know staying in and living at home and kind of staying in the same area and all that. And I was just like, I just want to. I don't want to be one of those people who, you know, graduates college and moves back home, gets a job, whatever it is, not in the, their field of study, and 
you know, just works at that job barely getting by and all that. So I was like, well, what can I do to maybe help me get a little bit of an edge? And I had a friend of mine who had gone to the Marine Corps right after high school graduation, literally five days later, was in Paris Island in South Carolina in Marine Corps boot camp training. And my oldest friend, James, he and I just kind of got to talking about having similar concerns about, you know, that kind of being in the same area and all that and being kind of doing what everyone else was doing. And especially after high school, at the point where you're just like, well, now what? <laughs> you know, and you're yeah. kind of in that, that haze at the end of after high school graduation when you're just kind of like, oh, now what do I do? You know, even yeah. though I was enrolled in classes and all that. So anyway, after talking about it and then visiting with a recruiter without telling my parents, funnily enough, the day <laughs> that I was supposed to drop off my tuition deposit check <laughs> to said community college, uh, we went to the recruiter's office instead and basically were willingly talked into enlisting in the United States Marine Corps. And we did. And September of 2000, took off to uh, boot camp. Anyway, fast forward six weeks in, I had had problems kind of going through boot camp anyway with, with certain parts of, of PT. Like I wasn't able to run. I mean, I'd never been really athletic anyway, but like running always was posing a problem to me in there. I mean, that you're running also like six miles in the sand. I mean, that's a, that's a pain in the ass for anybody. Yeah. Well, no, we didn't have to do that. Army does that. Just terrible for your ankles. But no, yeah. just overall. Yeah. I mean, it, you're, all you're drinking is, and I'm not saying this is criticism, just like this is fact. Like all you're drinking is straight water. Like you mm. don't, you couldn't take like a calcium supplement or yeah. like drink milk or anything like that. You were just Nothing drinking water and then any, eating. Like electrolytes or, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, this yeah. is days before reverse osmosis water. Uh, I and, can't imagine and, a day. Yeah, well, <laughs> we grew up hard back in those days, Ryan. Yeah, apparently so. It was so. difficult. <laughs> but, I mean, there were there was nothing for, let's say, uh, bone support or, or whatever it was. Nonetheless, uh, one night when we were lifting up our, um, our foot lockers, which are down at the end of our, well, the racks, they called them, the, the kind of bunk beds you slept in, I was helping... One of the other guys lift uh, the footlocker, and you kind of like crouch down, and then you stand up. And when I stood up, literally my right leg gave out from under me, and I couldn't stand myself up. And two of the guys had to come and like help me stand up, and I just couldn't put any kind of weight on my knee. And it was the scariest thing, because especially when you're, let's see, I was 19. I actually turned 19 while I was in boot camp. And it was really scary like to, to suddenly, out of nowhere, not be able to have the support of your right leg and knowing like, oh, shit, I need to be, you know fulfill certain physical requirements to, to go further. Now, what does this mean? So the next day I had to go to the medic and anytime you had, I mean, some guys would go for, not that you had like a paper cut, but the smallest thing. And they'd, they want to go to what was called sick call mm-hmm. where they'd have to go and check you out. And it was a, a Navy corpsman who would check you out and give you like a medical exam. But my leg the next day was really fucking hurting. Like it hadn't gotten any better overnight. Mm-hmm. I knew something was definitely wrong just from how I felt. I was like, I can barely support my weight on my right leg. Like I did not an awful limp, but noticeable. Mm-hmm. I definitely wasn't, wasn't walking as normally as I, let's say, do today or certainly before the injury. So I kept kind of <laughs> kind of hinting at asking if I was going to get an x-ray because I wasn't sure, but I knew like something was wrong and I didn't want it to be like another thing where like anytime anybody went there, they'd be like, you know, take... Uh, like bear or something like that. They would prescribe some kind of like over-the-counter pain reliever and send, yeah. send you back. Yeah that, yeah, that was it. Shake it off. So, yeah, it was like Advil or... Um, yeah. It's the military. They don't really Motrin, that's you. what it was. Yeah. They gave Motrin to everybody and like that was it and like kind of sent you back and you were stuck unless you had a severe infection or something and, and physically couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And in which case you, you know, sat in bed and did nothing, which was horrible when you're 
involved yeah. in a, a situation like that where it's boot camp, you know, and, it, and it's all you can do is train while you're there. Yeah. Yeah. Knee injury is just not fun. Oh, it was it was absolutely I mean, I awful. Have, I mean, I two years ago I was playing. I was at I my girlfriend's house and we were actually playing a game of fucking badminton in the middle of the street and I stepped fucking the wrong badminton. Fucking badminton. Yeah. Yes. No. Sounds sexy. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but we were playing in the street because. I don't know, there was a crack in the middle of the street, and that was the net. So I stepped the wrong way, and my whole knee gave out. Oh. I stepped up, and it just it puts you in the shock. <laughs> Jeeves long, long story short, <laughs> yeah, I, I went for a knee x-ray, and then I was on light duty where I didn't do physical training or anything for uh, three days. And then I got called back, and they looked at the x-ray, and they were like, you know, all right, well, they, they showed me the x-ray, and they could see there was like a... Part of my knee, which was... I'm basically looking at a bone x-ray. Obviously, it's all, like, grayish, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. looking at the bone. And there was one piece that was, like, really white. And they were like, well, basically, this piece is is starting to detach from the actual... From your knee itself. Because uh, your, bone, and your, that's your causing, knee is a bunch of bones. It's not just one right, solid Right, right. It's all kind of interlocked with each other. And I was like, well, this is what's causing you pain. And they chalked it up to being a birth defect, which was odd. Bullshit. And I'm not, well, I never had any issues prior yeah. to this. <laughs> And they were like, oh, it's a birth defect. show up for no reason. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this basically I was told, like, well, this disqualifies you, so we're sending you home. And I was like, what? That's it? Huh. And it was it was heartbreaking for, let's say, the day, because when you're in, I, I can't speak to how it is now, but at that time when you were in Marine Corps boot camp, like, that's all you had. You had no contact yeah. with anybody except yeah. letters. Yeah. Which, yeah, which you didn't even get for the first two weeks. And, you know, no phone calls. I mean, nothing. Yeah, no, there you know, was a and kid that we worked with, actually, who went into the Marines, and his shoulder was so screwed up, they had to send him home. That was all he counted on doing for the rest of his so life. Honorably yeah. or just discharged? Um, it was called entry-level separation because I never graduated from boot camp, gotcha. so I wasn't a Full-on Marine. Marine. Yeah, yeah, when you graduate from boot camp, you become a Marine. So, so for the day, you were kind of really bummed Oh, I was really it, upset, yeah. At the I same mean, time, like after that, it sunk in, and you're like, wow, I don't have to be in the military anymore. Like, I'm 19, and I can do other things. It was a relief. I was very motivated yeah. when I got out as much as I'm like, I'm going to go to school, and I did mm-hmm. register for class at community college. Like, I was on the phone with my parents that night crying, just like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, God, I miss you so much, and just I can't wait to come home and all this. I mean, when you're 18, 19, you don't know what the hell you want anywhere. Most um, people course. don't. Yeah. The great majority don't. It was really, it, it was difficult, I mean, to be able to leave. And then I sat around for another fucking two weeks, yeah. which was horrible, having to just sit there and do, like, nothing. I mean, nothing. it was cool. The one drill instructor who was in charge of, oh, what were they called? Uh, the, the name escapes me right now. Uh, you know, check out my tell-all autobiography one day, and it'll be in there. <laughs> but, okay. <laughs> or if you ever do a biocast. But... The one drill instructor who was in charge, like, used to actually, like, rent movies and bring them in. So we could actually sit and watch movies. They'd rotate every day, be a different drill instructor, and they'd change over at, like, 5 or 6 p.m. or something. You'd be stuck with one. I mean, Firewatch. you're not in training. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Firewatch. You still had to do Firewatch. I mean, okay. it wasn't severe. They had <laughs> – this isn't – all right, it's funny, I guess. But they had the kids, like, the crazy kids who tried to kill themselves, and that's why they were getting uh, separated. <laughs> and there would be one Firewatch kid for everybody, and then – he would just have a regular flashlight. And then the other one who had to watch the kids who were well, who, who were trying to basically commit suicide in boot camp or uh, were at risk of injuring themselves, <laughs> he had to carry around a blue flashlight. So those kids who were getting separated were referred to as the blue light specials. <laughs> which, <laughs> nice. which cracked me up. It was so funny. That's Andrew's awesome. howling with laughter in the back. He stepped away from the mic for a moment, but he found it just as funny as everybody else. <laughs> but anyway, that's that's the story of my uh, You eventually had injury. to... Uh, have surgery on that knee, right? No, I've not had surgery oh, you still on that knee ever. Yeah, no, yeah. I haven't. Well, 
So you were planning on it. For some reason, I thought you did it. I don't know. Maybe no, I was planning on it. It. I kind of had it monitored after I got out. I mean, it got better, and it was only bothering me here and there. And now these days, it doesn't bother me much at all. Very, very infrequently. But the pain lessened over time, especially when I started to get active, like a couple of years ago when I moved to California. And yeah. I started going to the gym and all that. The more I exercise, and that's another reason why I've been a, a bigger proponent of exercise and fitness and health and wellness, let's say, is because the more I would exercise and get on, you know, the elliptical or the treadmill or the stepper machine or whatever it is, you know, the stronger my muscles got, the mm-hmm. less pressure would be put on my, my bones and my yeah. knee. So the stronger my legs were, the less I felt it. And then gradually it's, it's something that... something that kind of worked itself out. More I or guess less it, to a degree. I mean, I could, I could still literally yeah. go in like tomorrow and the have surgery is, yeah. on it to have just the, the piece, piece because, of lines. Yeah. Well, the piece is since detached, mm-hmm. but it's basically suspended in fluid in my knee. Mm-hmm. It sounds gross, but yeah. you know, it's it's not going anywhere. Got water on the knee. Crack whenever yeah. you go up and downstairs. Yeah, it sounds like crunching paper. Uh, got, yeah, a got bit. The water yeah. on the knee. But you hear old people say that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you you can you can kind of hear it sometimes, which is my right. And like sometimes when it rains, it bothers me, but never like severely where. I walk with a limp or anything noticeable. So the other fast forward a couple of years. The other story, yeah. yeah, this is great. All right, set, set the scene. This is something we should be saving for a show in October, which will be uh, well. You'll hear more about that later, folks. Well, let's, but whatever, you we'll, we'll talk about it now. Are you, no, no, no this, this is a funny story. I wrote a very funny blog about this on on MySpace the day after it happened. I remember reading that blog like right after I met you. I, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the incident. Being yeah. caught in hysterics. Yeah, because it, just it was. Like, wow. It wasn't something that should have been funny, but at the same time, the way you described it, I was like, this is kind of hilarious. But, it was hilarious. And in the most unfortunate way. Like I read it. <laughs> I did a, not that it, I'm trying not trying to make it more than it is, but I actually did do an interview f- for somebody with regard to music and living in California and all that for a periodical uh, somewhat recently and actually uh, sent that to her as a reference for like, okay, well, here's what happened kind of towards the tail end and everything. Because she wanted to know the story of like how I ended up moving back to New Jersey and all that and my time in California. I was like, well, here's a little kind of uh, epilogue, if you will, to my time in California. But really quickly, March 2006, moved from New Jersey to Los Angeles, California to attend Musicians Institute uh, some of this information has been touched on in previous episodes, but you know, uh, assuming you haven't heard it before or you forgot because it was like months and months ago, here it is again. I uh, went to Musicians Institute, studied guitar, got an associate's degree in occupational arts. But during the last six months, not only was school really intense because it was you know the final six months of the program and the schedule was not punishing, but it was constantly busy. On top of that, I had started working... Basically 28, 30 hours a week spread over four days a week on top of going to school four days a week. So it's kind of like cramming eight days into a week. And now in addition to working and going to school, my relationship at the time was falling apart. I lived with my ex-girlfriend during my almost entire duration in California. Ex-girlfriend now, girlfriend at the time. Yes, exactly. And that was getting really tense and uh, difficult with work and with school and with just domestic uh, goings-on, let's call it. So basically, the night before the final performance, now this is what basically the time at Musicians Institute and the Guitar Institute Technology Program kind of like leads up to. This is the, the culmination of your year and a half of experience in school. 
all the graduating guitarists play a big show at at the time it was the Knitting Factory. I believe now they play at the Wiltern. Big show where you know it's two or three guitarists in a group, and you can do whatever song you want, original, cover, vocals, instrumental, doesn't matter. I was like, oh, this is this is going to be great. This is going to be so much fun. I'm going to play at the fucking Knitting Factory on Hollywood Boulevard. This is going to be amazing. And I'd actually gone there. I was I was so ballsy that I went there and I bought like 25 tickets. And then sold them for the face value, like to coworkers and you know some of my ex's friends bought them and all that. And I sold all the tickets, so I actually had recruited just by talking to people. <laughs> you know, gotten personally was going to have like twenty to twenty five people. I don't remember exactly how many tickets I bought. It was something like two dozen tickets. But I personally had sold them tickets, and you know, it basically had their promise to come out. Either way, I still sold a lot of tickets for people to come see me play for five minutes. But we'd had the rehearsal on. A Tuesday night, the final rehearsal. The show was on a Wednesday night, the last week of classes. The following week was finals. Rehearsal went great. Um, stopped at a store on the way home just to pick up a few things. Uh, came back to my apartment. Was so excited. I was like, I'm just going to work on you know my vocals and the my solo the rest of the night. And it's going to be great because I was going to be singing the song we were performing. I was just really excited. And uh, my ex had made spaghetti for dinner. I just took one fork full of it. Chewed it, swallowed it. It got caught in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't moving. I uh, had, at the time, I was a big Arizona green tea drinker, so I had mm. some uh, tea, sipped it, trying, you know, wash it down. The tea just kind of sat there in my throat, and I had, like, these little gurgles of air coming up out of my throat. So now I had spaghetti and iced tea stuck in my throat. Well, the only thing I thought to do was to, you know, run to the bathroom and do the supermodel, two fingers down my throat, and then, <laughs> you know... Clean it Pack out. it all up, yeah. And then when I coughed it up, there was blood in in addition to you know the tea and the spaghetti that came out. Awesome. And I had a massive pain in my chest. Literally, felt like I was being stabbed in the chest. It was it was painful. Ouch. I mean, if I had to compare this to the knee pain I felt when my knee gave out, I would say this was probably more severe. I mean, easily nine out of ten. <laughs> ten being the most intense pain I've ever felt. It was unbearable. I mean. I didn't know what the hell was happening. Fortunately, we lived two miles away from a hospital, terrible hospital, but we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> so we got in the car. Um, it was my ex and I and my sister also lived with us. Drove to the hospital, went in the emergency room. Uh, my chest is throbbing with pain, and I'm like, it, it feels like it's getting worse. And we go into the emergency room, which is packed. Of course. And is. Oh, we're addicts. like, we need to see somebody. No, not at all. Just a I don't know. There's nothing else to do on a Tuesday night. I have no idea. Yeah. Hey, let's go to the oh ER. Oh, my God. Yeah. Let, me get, let me get this checked out. Check out the yeah. Yeah. the ER. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Wheeling in. Chick stick scores. But anyway, uh, went in there and, you know, they're like, oh, you know, we need to see somebody. And it was, the, you know, the typical kind of story you hear is like, all right, take a seat and, you know, we'll be with you. And you got to fill out like 90 pages of forms before they even see you and all that. And they just like, you know, like he's got he's got pain in his chest. Like he was coughing up blood. He needs to see somebody. Like my ex is freaking out at the people in the office. And the nurse is just like, you know, ma'am, you need to sit. You need to do all just that. Just on the nurse. You and like, <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I'm like grasping my chest in pain. And at this point, like I'm basically about to go into like a panic attack. Like I'm feeling pins and needles in my hands. Mm. And the pain is just getting worse. Like my breasts are getting really short. I mean, because this pain, like, I never felt pain like this before in my life. Now, now it's anxiety on top of whatever was wrong with you. Yeah, and, and it, it totally was. And I'm just thinking, like, I'm, I'm going to pass out. This is, you know, I was making myself 
crazy from the pain, or the pain was making me crazy, however you want to look at it. Yeah. And to the point where, like, other people in the emergency room who got there before me and who were waiting to get taken care of are like, can somebody do something for him? Like, yeah. and other people are getting involved. It's pretty bad. Um, they Shortly after, they finally take me in and have someone see me, and they take my blood pressure and all that, and just got the pain. They're like, all right, we need to breathe deeply. Like, you're, you're you know, there's all anxiety that's causing the pins and needles. Hyperventilating, and sir. Please yeah. breathe deep. That's exactly what it was. It was like for an emergency room, there was a complete lack of urgency. Yeah. Right. It was like, <laughs> it's uh, just something you want to see. Yeah, <laughs> just another day. It's earning. just an emergency yeah. room. Just it's, another day. It's just a room then. Yeah. Anyway, time. Uh, at this point, I mean, this is over three years ago. I don't remember how long we were sitting there. I'd have to, frankly, refer back to the blog. And sitting there and trying to calm down, and my ex is like flipping through Cosmo or something, which I was trying to entertain myself with because I, I definitely am the type of person who can find amusement in pretty much any situation. So I'm sitting there kind of like laughing at the dopey Cosmo articles that Andrew so accurately analyzes in his blog. <laughs> yes. And it's awesome. And eventually they take me in and uh, have me go into one of the rooms where they are supposed to take care of you. So you mean we get they in didn't there. Do it? Nope. Healthcare. Well, we, we get in there, yeah. And. <laughs> Frankly, my saving grace that night was Metalocalypse was on. And I, yes. You know, on the little TV, I'm flipping shells. I'm like, oh, this is great. Oh, good. Snakes snakes and uh, barrels. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I love this episode. It's a good episode. <laughs> and uh, and waited for who knows how long. But finally, you know, one of the, the night shift doctors came in and was looking at me. It's like, okay, what happened? And I'm describing it for like, you know, the 19th time that night. And like you didn't get this on the fucking memoir, they will a yeah, like a freaking uh, chart right there. What about all the forms I just yeah. filled out? <laughs> I spent three hours filling out forms. At this point, another five waiting. At this oh, point, it's a formality. At this point, it's been midnight, one in the morning. So on top of being exhausted, and with a lot on your mind with the next day too, I can imagine. Well, yeah, and at the same time, I'm still thinking like th- like this time tomorrow night I'm supposed to be on stage, you know, thinking about about the performance. Anyway, go through that whole thing. thing before you continue. Were you anxious yeah. like the whole day leading up to your... No, I was excited. I felt fine. I think... Well, we haven't gotten to what, what it was. I'm sure I've mentioned it before, but... No, I didn't feel anxious at all. I was excited. I mean, I think there was definitely a culmination of stress, but... I don't know. That's <laughs> this, some pretty this... severe stress, too. I mean... Well, it, I mean, the combination of everything. And for six months, it was school, work, relationship. I mean, every, it was 24 hours, you know, even when I'm done with school... I'm coming no home breathing. to the relationship, no and then I'm going work. to work, and then you come home to the relationship. I mean, it, and it was tense anyway because you know you're also living on your own, the two of you, well, three of us, frankly, because like I said, my sister was there across the country, you know, with no family around. I mean, I have friends I made at work and and school and all that, but it's you know everyone was still new, so it's still very very different. It was it doesn't make up for the home. No, situation. no, not at all. Yeah. It's it's not the same. I mean, New Jersey will always be my home, and it's where the majority of my family is, so that, that's never going to change. But it was difficult. Financially, it was difficult. Emotionally, it was difficult. Physically, it was difficult, clearly. But it was just a lot of things that compounded over time. But a doctor comes in and, you know, like, well, is there anything we can do? And she's like, well, the pain's probably being caused by some of the spaghetti. Probably still be st- still stuck in your throat. Stop and get yourself, like, a bottle of Coke on the way home. And, like, drink that during the night because, you know, it helped to dissolve the food that's stuck in there. And I'm like, I just was in here for five hours for you to tell me that to cure the pain in my chest, I drink Coke. <laughs> yeah, I, I was that way. Yeah, that shouldn't I be funny, w- but <laughs> I was like, I was loose enough to be sitting there and like, really? 
this is what I came here for and waited this whole time, and I'm going to get charged up the ass for. You could have just put that new machine down the hallway and gotten a Coke. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Somebody get him a Coke so he can wash that down. And like, yeah. whatever. And they were like, well, we'd like to see a gastroenterologist, but there's not one on duty right now. So I'm like, oh, great. So Even though we have $100,000 machines that take 3D images of newborn babies. From we, outer yeah. space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't look at your throat, from, though. From the Google yeah. satellite. <laughs> this protracted period of time, by the way, from when I started choking to when we actually leave is five hours. At this point, it's about 2 a.m. We stop off at the grocery store, which is fortunately open 24 hours. Grab a two-liter bottle of Coke, and I basically was up all night between fear of falling asleep and choking on whatever was stuck in my throat, uh, which was <laughs> which the doctor referred to as a stranded mass, which one of my teachers joked to me uh, was a great name for a band. <laughs> stranded mass. Stranded that is mass. pretty awesome, Metal. actually. Yeah. Hello, yeah. <laughs> we're stranded mass. <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, I problems. didn't sing like this until I <laughs> until I had this problem. Now. As is always the case, my health insurance website was undergoing maintenance, so I couldn't get on there to find. <laughs> You're having a banner 24 hours. Oh, I was. Yeah. This was bad. This is such a bad you night. Could, you can't write this. Like. No, no, not at all. <laughs> the site was under maintenance, so I couldn't check until like 6 a.m., but as I said, I was afraid to fall asleep anyway for fear of choking on whatever the hell this was, and I'm drinking Coke, and the whole time it's like burning going down, but I'm thinking, I have to do this, I have to do this. I drank the whole two liters. Plus, obviously, it's caffeinated, so I wouldn't have been able to wind down and sleep anyway. So I finally, in the morning, after being up for, I don't know, like four hours or so, just sitting there in pain, and the whole time thinking, I got to play a show tomorrow night, <laughs> still expecting I'm going to go and do this, and whatever is there is going to get taken care of, and I'm going to be able to perform, because this is what my time at school has been leading up to. I finally find a gastroenterologist, and which I will just abbreviate as a, as a GI from here on out for the sake of not having to repeat that word constantly. But I find one in the area. Office doesn't open until 9. have to wait another three hours. Fortunately, or what I thought was fortunately, uh, at the time, my teacher who was overseeing this performance lived in an apartment across the street from the building I lived in. So I thought, well, maybe I can catch him before he goes to school and kind of let him know what's going on. Because... What the hell am I going to do? You know, I don't want to fail. I don't want to get. I don't want my grades to suffer on top of how much I've physically suffered this night. So, I thought, well, let me at least let him know. So I went up the street to a CVS to try and get some Tylenol, extraneous details, but whatever. Uh, some liquid Tylenol, try and numb some of the pain, and then walking back, I was hoping I was going to catch him. I saw his car was already gone, so somehow I missed him. Hung out till nine o'clock. Called the GI's office. They said, oh, we're really booked up. And I said, listen, I went to the emergency room last night. I'm still in a massive amount of pain. Nobody could see me. I really need to see somebody. Is there anything you could do to squeeze me in? So fortunately, there was an appointment at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. So it wasn't that much longer that I had to wait. Get there. I have to fill out the forms, of course, but it was a lot quicker than going to the emergency room. And I go into the, the one examining room. Hooray for private practices. Yes. Yes. The doctor comes in and says, okay, you have... A, I don't know if you use the term stranded mass, but it's still kind of, you know, now it's funny. A stranded mass in your throat or whatever. And I said, yes, I went to the emergency room last night, and they told me I had to come see somebody because there's no one to see me last night. And he said, I was on call last night. Nobody paged me. And I'm thinking, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I could have been seen last night. I didn't have to stay up all night and deal with this. That's that kind of shit that makes you want to sue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a serious medical thing. You were spitting yes. up blood. 
Yeah. You know, it's not, it's and not I didn't like, know why. Forbid, and they couldn't even clarify what it was. Yeah. They deduced that there was still spaghetti caught in my throat, and that's why I was in so much pain. And to drink soda to clear it up. Yeah. Because Coca-Cola not only clears battery or cleans batteries, but it also clears throats, like Drano. Yeah. Esophageal Drano. Medical care right there. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And I said that to him. Well, their advice was to, for me to drink Coke to try and break this up. He was like, really? <laughs> I mean, he was surprised <laughs> by the whole thing. And he said, well, I'm going to have to take a look at your throat. We're going to have to do an endoscopy. I can you know, put you in the hospital tomorrow morning, and we can take care of it then. And I said, well, what am I going to do? I'm supposed to play the show tonight. I'm supposed to perform. I'm supposed to sing. He's like, you really shouldn't do that in the shape you're in. <laughs> and I, my heart was so broken and was, was made even worse by the fact that when I was home that night, I was so upset thinking, All right, everyone's performing now, and this is what I should have been doing, and because of whatever's going on, which at this point I didn't know what it was, I was just, oh, I was so heartbroken. Unfortunately, I sent a message to my friend Sean, who's performing with me, and said, hey, I explained the whole situation, said I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that was a really, really difficult night for me to sit up and just be nervous. So another night I didn't sleep so well, but I chronicled <laughs> the, the folly of events on MySpace that night in a blog, because I, I knew, it was like, this is going to be funny. I'm going to laugh about this one day, so let me try starting to laugh about it now. I was able to see the humor in it all, and just how, like you said, you can't write it, just how mm-hmm. how ludicrous everything was. I just I couldn't believe it. So the following morning, I go into the hospital. They give me anesthesia. I go in, they check out my throat. The doctor speaks to me. Well, I don't remember. I think it was later in the day and said, oh, you have an ulcer where your esophagus meets the top of the lining of your stomach. And when you tried to swallow your food last night, it must have irritated it and it basically swelled up which is why you were having the pain you had you know it was it was inflamed incredible thing you know the 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 few seconds it took you to swallow the food and then for it to be inflamed that instant oh yeah you know what i mean like right then and there just like fuck this shit i'm getting pissed you know (laughs) yeah yeah that's pretty much what happened did he give you an explanation of what caused the ulcer? Like, it was this long, prolonged period of Most of all, it's stress. It's stress. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be diet to a lesser degree. I had to have a really sterile diet for, I think it was about eight weeks after, which that was just like no buffalo wings and you mm-hmm. know, crap like that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a big soda drinker, and still am not, so that wasn't a big deal. <laughs> I obviously gave up the Coke after that yeah. night because mm-hmm. <laughs> there was nothing stuck there. And instantly they found two polyps on my stomach, which were benign. They pulled them out anyway just to make sure it was nothing. They were nothing. Yeah. It's a funny word, isn't it? It is. Polyp. Yeah. So I had to take prescription like a like a prior low sec or something like that to reduce the acidity in my body or in the the digestion of my food or what and however it is you exactly define it. But that was scary, and unfortunately, it's as I found out from a follow up appointment with going to a GI around here in in New Jersey. It's one of the ulcers that never goes away, so it's always kind of dormant. So it is there, unfortunately. It won't heal entirely, but it can still get aggravated. And I haven't had any, let's say, pains or anything like that since. But that was easily flare-ups, perfect. Mm -hmm. But that was the worst pain I've ever felt, way more so than the pain of my knee, because that was just frightening. Mm -hmm. That coupled with the fear of not knowing what the hell it was, whether I was still choking on something or... You know, not knowing what the hell was going on, but that was easily the most painful experience. Which, fortunately, me being me, I was able to turn to something comedic. So yeah. there you go. That's that's my ulcer story. Okay, that's quite a story. Um, so I have a couple of stories about um, about my knee. Actually, my my right knee I damaged <laughs> quite a couple of times. One was very Soccer. minor, 
and um, one was much more major. Uh, the first one, I, w- I was in gym class in high school, and um, we were playing softball outside. And I was wearing like those um, like track pants, like those oh, Adidas yes. kind of yeah, track that pants. Everyone wore because corn was making them popular. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, those Adidas, yeah. <laughs> and um, I remember being in the outfield, and I kind of slid on my knees to catch a ball. Yeah, and um, those things are hard. Like That's I, like sandpaper. They the ones yeah. with like the buttons on the side. Like you, just they weren't the buttons on the side, but they but were those like the, type the of nylon, pants. like the swishy material, like the swishy mm. pants. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> swishy pants. Swishy pants. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like so, a gay term. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> swishy. So swishy. swishy <laughs> but uh, so I like slid down on my knees to catch a ball, and um, like felt a little pain, but I didn't think anything of it, like on my right knee. So. When I, we got back into the locker room and we were changing, and my whole leg is covered in blood, like absolutely yes, covered the... in blood. So um, metal, yeah, like it was it was pretty <laughs> awesome. Like it didn't hurt at all, and like I didn't think anything of it until You're we got back in. Tree, like yes. yeah, it's not really metal. It's probably bone, <laughs> yeah, flesh. So my leg is covered in blood. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's all coming from my knee. So um, gross. Yeah, when when I went to the doctor for it, um, turned out that. I didn't hit like a rock or a stick, you know how like you can get a cut or the skin gash, was like gashed yeah. open. What happened was that the the impact of my knee hitting the ground actually split the skin open oh. like on impact. And um the way the the scar healed was very very weird. I was actually for some reason I remember this is called a keloid. Do you see la- layers of skin and stuff? Yeah, like it was like this huge yeah, bump yeah, of yeah. a scar and it's almost gone now. Um 10 years later. But um, it was it was the weirdest thing, and it took forever to heal. And uh, I had never had like a cut like that, you know, in my in my memory at all, where the skin just kind of splits open as opposed to being cut open. And uh, that was that was pretty frightening when you like take off your pants and your knee is covered in blood and it's all oh. streaming down your leg. You didn't feel like going. I didn't feel anything. Like when my knee hit the ground, I was like, the swishy pants. Yeah, it wicks away all the water. Swishy pants. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's the the bigger story. Um, the night that the Dark Knight was released, um, I went to the midnight showing at the uh, the Brick Theater. Oh, I, th- I remember this. Yeah, I remember you telling me about this. <laughs> um, so I was in. Uh, I was with uh, my friends Colin and AJ, and I was in the back of uh, my friend's car, and he had um, a two door car. So it's one of those cars where you have to push the front seat forward to let people in and out of the back, and uh, the lever on the back seat, the plastic cap had come out of it had come off of it, so there was a sharp, jagged, rusty oh, piece of fuck. metal sticking oh. out. No, and I had been yelling at him for months Dude. to put something on it, like even if he just put like a ball of masking tape on it or something. So um, it, he didn't. So I was in the... We got back from the movie theaters like 3 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. um, to his house in Lakewood. And um, like I, I had like scraped like my knees and stuff like that like a couple times before, like nothing major, like getting out of the car. But this time I was, uh, I guess, a little less careful than usual. So my kneecap jams directly into it as oh. I'm getting out of the car, and it hurts so badly. I'm like screaming every obscenity I could think of in this quiet neighborhood at three in the morning. That's like every night stars. here yeah. when we leave. <laughs> and, uh, Some assholes outside screaming. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm like screaming hey, and I'm like leaning against there. the car, <laughs> and meanwhile, like everything is just throbbing. Like this is the worst pain seeing I've ever stars. felt. I'm seeing stars literally. So it got the pain got so intense that I actually passed out right in front of his house and oh, wow. I fell flat on my back like on the, the time sidewalk. I knocked you out? Yeah, like that time, only much worse. <laughs> yeah, we still haven't heard about that. Yes. Yeah, we so. talked about it in previous episodes. We'll get to that. Okay. Um 
But yeah, it's so really, I really I passed out and um, doesn't matter. Woke up. I don't know how long I was out. I guess it was just like a minute or two, and my knee is just absolutely covered in blood, and it's you know streaming down my leg. And we're, <laughs> we go into his house, and he's like trying to find anything that I can put on it. Um, any kind of bandages or paper towels or something, any kind of or medicine. Or bath towel. Or, yeah. And we really find absolutely nothing. Nothing like new white I, towels. Yeah. So I dabbed it with, like, a paper towel, and I'm, I somehow made it home. And I was shaking the entire car ride home. Like, I was freezing cold. It's like, that's how bad yeah, this yeah. was. Shock. And, yeah, I, I went into the bathroom and poured, like, an entire bottle of hydrogen peroxide oh my on my God. Oh. Yeah, like, I just, like, kind of gritted my teeth and just poured the fucking bottle on my <laughs> bit down and on I see, like, I was going to say bit down, down on a pencil. And on, like, <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh, and then, you know, they see the pus <laughs> coming out of it. Like so, a total recall. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and, um... I got like an hour and a half of sleep and stumbled into work the next morning. I had work at like eight o'clock in the morning, so I didn't get to sleep until like five. Woke up at like six thirty to get to work, and um, didn't tell my parents about this. Didn't really tell much of anyone about oh, this. Oh man! So for months, and then like my knee felt really weird. Like when I would walk, I would feel like this kind of like popping sensation when I would take a step, that, and it yeah, clicking. Yeah. So finally, I went to. Uh, I went to a doctor and um, got, I think, the first and only MRI I've ever gotten and um, found that there was there was not, absolutely nothing wrong with it, but um, it still kind of feels weird to this day, like my kneecap, like, like right in the shifted. bone. Yeah, like something is still not right in my knee, but uh, it was it was horrible. Like, I, I can't describe that, that pain. Like, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> that it just makes you pass out. Absolutely like, horrible. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, where your body just like shuts the, the down. Like the boniest part of your pain. knee. Like yeah, I couldn't right think to straight. A Jesus. Yeah, yeah that's oh, horrible. That, the whole thing of me knocking Ryan out is really kind of uneventful. It was nothing. We were um, in my when I lived in Lakewood, um, the house had a basement that was accessed through outside. Uh, we were down in the basement. I think we were doing some kind of science project. We were the, yeah. the catapult. The catapult. That's right. Yeah. Oh, this ended well. Yeah. yeah. And involves we a catapult like already. A fart and a hot Jewish girl. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> MacGyver. This goes back to the thing where Ryan always yells at me because I'm still the only one who yells doorknob. Oh <laughs> whenever yeah. Whenever someone farts, mm-hmm. <laughs> he, has the only, he always has to say safety around me. Yep. Um, well, he fucking farted down the basement, and I called doorknob, and he said, "Oh shit!" and went running. And of course, we're in a basement, so there are no doors. Nope. So he had to run up my sta- run up the stairs to go outside, and I, you know, yeah, the one whole- of those like tornado storm cellars. <laughs> I did I, the Bilko yeah. doors. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. The Bilko doors. And then she was like the back cave. There must be some kind of pressure point in the back of your leg yeah, somewhere. Like right like, in the back of your knee, there's a pressure point. Because I yeah. caught him with a punch right oh, about there. Oh, God. Was it a punch? I thought you kicked me. No, I, I punched you. Because yeah. pun- you were higher up on the stairs, so all I could reach was the punch. And I hit him in the back of the knee. He got to the top of the stairs and fainted. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it didn't It didn't and, hurt, and, and but it was, just like that know, pressure point, like mm-hmm. it just... It just struck you in such a way. Where so yeah. like, the adrenaline rush. And by the time I got to the top of the stairs, he's laying there, and I'm thinking, oh, he's just fucking around like he's out of breath or something like that. <laughs> yeah, so you start kicking him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get up, fucker. Come on, Ryan. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, dude. Hit you're... yourself, Ryan. So hit yourself. <laughs> and I'm, uh, you know, I'm like, dude, what is wrong? And he's like, what just happened? I'm like, what do you mean just this happened? You just fucking farted into my basement, and I hit you. He's like, 
really? I'm like, did you just How'd pass I get to out? the top of the stairs? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And I'm like, did you pass out? He's I like, remember, I don't remember anything. And it was, I, was like, I remember it was raining when I woke it up. It started to rain. It started yeah. to rain. And I was like, what the fuck? Why am I? But also, if you're why like, am it's I been two weeks. <laughs> yeah. How long was I out? <laughs> it's like, why am I flat on my back and it's raining? And of course, you have to do this in front of the hot Jewish girl. Oh, I know. It's <laughs> embarrassing. It's the bane of your so, existence. Yeah. yeah. Kind of uninventful, but that was a, that's that story. That's funny, though. Yeah, yeah so. it was funny. So I have a couple more stories of my childhood where two of them were stupid incident, incidents where I was injured. Right. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, it's childhood. What do you yes. expect? Um, and the others were accidental. I'll kind of go in chronological order. When I was eight years old at a local park, I had the genius idea to walk across the monkey bars. On the top. Oh, yes. Jackson. Oh. And here's the funny Are you thing. now female because of it? No. No. <laughs> no. what happened. I made it across. I remember I climbed. I didn't, like, walk across because that's physically impossible. But I kind of just went all fours and just went yeah, across. Yeah, okay. It was, it was 17 years ago. <laughs> give me, you know, <laughs> give me something. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I slipped on the last bar, went down, ribs first on the bottom. Oh! oh. Guillotine oh. yourself. Yes. <laughs> the wind got knocked out of me. I couldn't. It was the scariest moment. Like you said with yeah. your intense pain. I, oh, yeah. But I couldn't breathe. I was yeah, bright that, red. I, I've had mm-hmm. that wind knocked out of me before, too. It's yeah. That's... Sca- it's, I squandered. I couldn't. I was like in the sand just, you know. Yeah. Clutching your yes. chest. Yeah. Life and, has and ended just, for you. Yeah, you yeah. don't even know what to do in a moment yeah, like, like that. <laughs> and... Gasping. It, it just hurt. I felt like I broke my rib. Oof. So Man. I was at the park with my mom and my sister when this happened. And I think a friend, too, came with me that day. There was a local pediatric office like a half mile down the road. So we went there, got in right away. The doctor did the whole standard. Does it hurt here? Yes, it hurts here. Yeah. <laughs> fucking landed on I, metal bars. What about here? It's all across. Yeah. My ribs broke my fall, yeah, dude. I'll never forget. Like, even talking about it now, I remember the impact and just the whole... Wind taken out of you, and it, it was scary. Um, the second incident happened about, I want to say, maybe two years later. I was in fourth grade, and you guys have been in my my garage, my dad's place. Yes. yes. Well, back then, well, back in the day, fifteen years ago, we didn't have the carpeting, so it was a linoleum Straight. floor. Oh, okay. Oof. And with the sink, we used to have, I forget what it was. I think my dad was mopping the floor one day, and he filled it up, and there was water. He lifted the bucket out of the sink, and water was on the floor. So I, was <laughs> I the see garage. where this is going. I was in the garage, and I was going to go run inside to get something. And this was before school. I think I ran inside because I left a folder or something on the table. And you were literally running inside, weren't you? Yes. Okay. I didn't have my shoes on or anything. I went. I slipped on the water, and I land. It was my ankle. I land like, oh, God. And it just, I felt, okay, I'm fine. I get on the school bus. No. I get, I stand up and the pain just rushes right there. I literally have to grab the seats to try to move. I get off. I didn't want to step off because it's that big drop off on the last. Yeah. Yes. There's like a two foot. I just jumped and it just, I couldn't stand. I went, I limped. And fortunately, the classroom was right at the entrance door. There was the lunchroom, and then you walk around the corner, and my classroom is right there on the left-hand side. So I limped in there. I went to the teacher. I'm like, I can't walk. It, it was scary. Yeah, and, hey, like, I know the feeling. Three or four <laughs> kids went up to me, like, try to help hobble, hobble me to the nurse's, nurse's office right down the hallway. And even trying to get my shoe off was painful. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I, the nurse had to slowly, like, get the sock off because the pain was just throbbing at that point. Um, she wrapped it in an ace bandage, and it just, every motion, I couldn't, Move the I couldn't move my ankle. I had to put it up, and 
like even laid it on the couch to get the the ace bandage put on. It was so painful. I still felt it for about two weeks. I mean, the next day I was you know I took some Tylenol, uh, whatever I could to numb the pain. It hurt me throughout the weekend because it was on a Friday morning when this happened. I remember specifically it was a Friday. And by Tuesday, I was kind of walking fine again. And at the same time, I meant karate too, so I had to miss a couple days of karate class. The next one is, a, ironically, a stupid story, and it has to do with my ankle again about four months later because I remember I was in fourth grade. You were a reckless kid, Jack. I was. This, this is why you're is, so conservative now. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> well, well, wait to hear this story. lesson. Wait to hear this story. We're at my friend's house. Um, there's four of us. So we were all climbing. You're probably going to know where this is going. Where We were climbing on top of his one-story house onto the roof. The neighbor's being an asshole. I'm going to call the police. You shouldn't be on your roof. But, but, but. I get the idea. Hey, it's not that light down. It's not that far. I should just jump off. Oh, Jack. Okay, Mick Foley. I did. <laughs> I land and I re-trigger my ankle problem from four months before. No shit. Oh, yes. man. And I Along l- with sciatica and yeah. depression <laughs> of the spine. No, I oh. landed. <laughs> again, it was a one-story house. And fortunately, I... Dude, I wouldn't jump I off a one-story house now. I know. <laughs> That's what I, I was like. Again, it's not half the size of a one-story house. 10, yeah. 11 years old. You don't think. Uh, clearly. Wow. Um, wow, dude. So that was dumb. The dumbest thing I've ever done. And I can kind of still feel from time to time, like my ankle click a little bit. Even 15 years later, I can still kind of feel. Mm. I've never re-injured it again since. But I can still kind of feel if, let's say, I'm I'm at work and I'm putting something out and I'm at the kneel. Or if, say, I'm driving for a long period of time. Like we went to Wildwood last summer. It was like a 90-minute drive. So towards the end of the drive, I would feel a little, maybe some pins and needles. So oh, it's still kind of like as I'm actually I'm twisting it right now as we record and it's still kind of you can still kind of I can still kind of feel <laughs> You're that. trying to find it again. Like, that, I know yeah. it's in there. It's like I know it's in there. That, that <laughs> I should make it hurt. <laughs> it, it just feels not as strong and not as dense as my left ankle would be. Mm, so I got you. So mm. two kind of back to back incidents 15 years ago. Fortunately, I never did it again. Fortunately, I don't know, because I had two or three I more hope years. I hope to hell so, dude. I had two or three yeah. more years of karate, and with gym class in high school and everything else where you're being physical, it never re-triggered, fortunately. So. And I never got an x-ray. It didn't look like I had any torn ligaments or anything. It was just sprains, fortunately for me. Fortunately, I was, I was able to get away from that with just being stupid. I mean, the first one was an accident. The second one was just dumb. Yeah. And... The last injury I had was well. Jesus, Jack. <laughs> this is this is the last thing. I have a few more. Yeah. <laughs> We're playing Russian roulette in one time. Yeah. <laughs> bullet made... actually fired, but thank yeah. God it missed all the jugular vein. Yeah. <laughs> Went right through my ears. <laughs> in gym class, and I remember freshman year of high school in gym class, you'd always play volleyball. And sometimes you get your finger jammed on the ball. From oh, the yeah. Like I would jam my pinky and my middle finger from time to time. The worst time, didn't. it had to do with the volleyball, but this is our high school. We didn't have the kickball, and we played inside the gym, and we used the volleyball. <laughs> now, bad wow. news. I was on. Lame. I forget what, 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 it doesn't matter. But they kicked the ball right to me. I went to catch it, bends my thumb all oh, the way yes. back. Oof. Love I those. Just, and it just. For two and a half years, that's all I felt was clicking. I kind of looked at it wasn't a, it wasn't broken. It was a light sprain, but I could still feel it from time to time. And, and now you're playing with it. 
right yeah. now. It's trying to it hear it. It bent again. all the way back. Like, yeah, like, like you were double jointed. We're going to take you for a full uh, body scan because yeah. you have yeah. all these, like, somehow it goes all back physical to his memory. Ticks. <laughs> yeah. This it was, is scary. It was painful. And I, for two, two and a half years, that's all I felt was not the consistent pain that I felt when I first got hit with the ball, but. Like I said with my ankle, you can still feel the, the tension or the pins and needles, whatever you want to call it. You could still feel the lasting effect from those injuries. So yeah, it's and then after quite that, right again. Yeah. And then after that after high school I kinda of retired from active sports, which wasn't really much of a stretch for me in high school. <laughs> yeah. You retired, you retired from, from yeah. consistent injury, yeah. is what it sounds for like. Being an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey. That's funny. When you're young you tend to do things a little bit more reckless because you don't have a concept of mortality. No. I, I oh, think that's really no. what it is. Oh hell. Where you no. just think yeah. you're invincible. My friends thought it was cool when I jumped off the roof. I'm like, really hurting. Like I limped across yeah, the like, Wow, Jack, you made it all the way off the roof. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. <laughs> Yeah, I hate my mom. That's yeah. why I was like, I fell. Oh. I, my bike fell on me. That was my excuse. So, oh, you didn't tell anybody what happened. They still don't know. Well, now they do. Yeah, <laughs> it was man. Dumb. So it's it's crazy, and I hate to sound like an old man, but you do kind of realize a little bit more How of your stupid physical you mortality. Yeah, yeah. Like, man, it's I was funny. fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah. And you tend to be, like I said, a bit more careful and measured as you get older. And it's like, oh, I don't know about that. That's going to you know, break yeah. my spine if I try to do that too much. But this is certainly a, a painful experience to relive, going through all this crap. It's a painful yeah. podcast. <laughs> yes. Easily. And this is my idea. Yeah. yeah. Fucking crazy. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Mr. Scott. Bloody Knee. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> yeah, I think that story was the one that made me cringe the most. Just the, the metal splitting parts. open. Oh, oh, all that too. Yeah. yeah. Awful. Wow. All right. Anyway. Thanks for listening, folks. Tune in next week for some more. Well, hopefully, hopefully it won't no be more as painful. A less painful podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. This is Chris. This is Jack. This is Ryan. And this is Andrew. And once again, you are listening to the only podcast that matters. Yeah.